Alright, what's up nation? Now before we get to the show, I'd just like to leave a little disclaimer for you um, about the content of the show. Now, when you hear me say things on here, I don't want you to take them as fact immediately. I want you to do your own research, and I want you to decide what you think for yourself. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm no better than any mainstream news source out there if I tell you what to think. And I don't want to be like that. I want to be someone you can trust. So do your research if you want to learn more about a topic I've talked about and decide what you think for yourself. Anyway, let's get right to the show. Greetings, nation! Just tune in to another episode of your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations, live on 103.1 FM, spewing the truth since 2018. I'm your host, Max Pichette, and today, that's right, we are broadcasting live to 103.1 FM. Uh, don't bother trying to find us because it, um, my uh, transmitter doesn't reach that far. But, nonetheless, I'm still broadcasting live on an FM transmitter, so if you're, um, like, if you're me, you can pick it up. Uh, it's not that, it's not the best, but it's better than nothing. Uh, it's gonna be 105.9 soon, I just didn't want to change the frequency just yet. I mean, it's literally a few clicks of a button, but I still want to... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you're listening to Phenomena Nations right now. I'm your host, Max Pichette, and today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. We're going to uh, review the album No Grave But The Sea by Ailstorm, which is a tight, tight album. Tight pirate metal album. We are going to review an, uh, a different EP by... Uh, Canadian punk band, hopefully. Again, that's there's no guarantee on that one, but nonetheless, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. We're going to be partying this episode, hopefully. You know, having fun. It's going yeah, it's going to be a good a good episode, I think. Uh, I'm glad you tuned in today because, you know, it's a big day. We're broadcasting to an FM station. I've always wanted to be on live air, and lo and behold, I worked at it and I'm broadcasting live on air right now so you know this is a uh, it's really cool it's really cool really really glad i can do this and plus not only that but on 1031 we call it 1031 crap radio soon to be 1059 crap radio but um which is a which takes inspiration from the song crap radio k r a p by Voivod, um, episode 89's, uh, album review, um, the song Crap Radio, that's what it's taken from, uh, w- since it's so small, we don't need rights to anything, so I, uh, I just play the same, like, seven, two, four, six, seven albums on repeat, uh, I have them on, 
CD, so they just uh, replay on their own. If they, as long as I uh, press uh, repeat on my disc man, and I just have it plugged into the wall. I I I found a charger that'll fit into my disc man, and because batteries, um, the the that'll drain the batteries pretty quick if you have it on twenty four seven, which I do. Um. So, uh, the, the seven albums that I play are Metallica, Kill Em All, before they, you know, sucked. Uh, Metallica's Kill Em All, Nirvana Unplugged, Nirvana's, um, Greatest Hits, which is just called Nirvana, um, Nirvana Incesticide, uh, America, America's Greatest Hits, and Weird Al Yankovic's um, off the deep end, I believe, and then the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, I always put that on in the nighttime because every song on that album sounds like it's, uh, it sounds like it would be on late night radio, so, therefore, I leave it on on late night radio, I always keep, uh, Metallica's Kill Em All on in the morning because it wakes me up when I need to be woken up, uh, well, it all depends, really, but always Dumb and Dumber is going to be in the night, because, again, that's late-night radio-type songs. Gotta take a sip of water. High-quality H2O right there. But, yeah, that's kind of what we're doing, and I not that's, that's not the only songs I play, but um, when I need my phone, that's what I play. Um, when I don't need my phone, I'll plug it into the radio, and it'll just broadcast, like, Whitechapel. I, I can play Whitechapel on, and, like, Cannibal Corpse if I wanted to out onto the 103.1 FM. Yeah, you know, or I could I could play Ailstorm, because Ailstorm's cool, you know? I really like Ailstorm. Um... You know, it's all it's all real crazy, I think, uh, to be able to do this. It's awesome. I could play John LaJoy on here. Play Tenacious D. In fact, I have. Um, all the songs that you wouldn't hear on a radio are going to be played on my radio station. So, um, you, you won't be able to hear that, though. Uh, it's literally just the ones that are used for your car. So, it doesn't reach very far oh no i'm just talking about it because i like it i just play like some heavy tunes some softer tunes yacht rock we play yacht rock sometimes sometimes we play like brutal death metal it's uh it always uh depends really we play country sometimes bluegrass uh you know whatever i feel like listening to in the moment we also listen to uh, comedy rock comedy music you know again like i said it all depends but anyway we're just going to go to a quick break coming up next on phenomena nations podcast we are going to be playing the hit song not really hit but it's a good song nonetheless coming up next is blackout by regular gonzalez uh, they're an Australian hardcore sludge band. You can expect that coming up next on Phenomena Nations. We'll be right back.
Nation, we're back broadcasting live to you on 103.1 FM. You are listening to Phenomena Nation's podcast. I'm your host, Max Pichette, and right now we're going to be doing a review of the 2017 album No Grave But the Sea by the pirate metal band Ailstorm. Now that's uh, A-L-E-S-T-O-R-M, which is uh, like the like beer storm, in in essence. Um, no grave, but the sea. Let's see here. I just uh, want to open up the thing so I can read all of the tunes we have. Okay, okay. I just there we are. All right. So the song. I just want to say something about Ailstorm first. If you plan, if you listen to all the albums that I review, which is um, just two now, um, this one is uh, different. Now, Voivod's Infinity, uh, which was episode eighty-nine, I reviewed it, I believe. It that sound that has a different type of sound. Not everyone may be used to. However, um, that one is. Uh, as long as you, like, I don't know how to describe it, but if you, uh, listen to it, um, with an open mind, you'll be able to listen to the rest of it. Ailstorm is weird, though, because if you go into it not w- knowing what to expect, you're not gonna like it. 
um, I remember the first time I tried to listen to this album, I thought it sucked, I'll be honest, because I didn't know what to go into. I knew it was going to be pirate-themed metal, but I didn't like it because I just didn't know what it was going to be. So, I decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to give it another chance, I'm going to listen to it again, and I did a couple times, actually. And, uh, it didn't take me a couple times to get into it, but, uh, after I listened to it the first time, it, um, it was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I personally, I think it's one of my favorite albums ever, actually, because it's different, but it's still heavy. It has some of the best instrument, instrumentation that I've ever heard in that I've heard in a long time, um, and it's not, they're not the most famous band, but they definitely do have quite a following, um, of hardcore fans, so, I don't know, this is, um, their second newest album, their newest album came out in 2020, it's called Curse of the Crystal Coconut, which has a few tight tracks on it, I haven't listened to it all the way through yet, but there, I, uh, my favorite tune is Pirate Metal Drinking Crew, uh, very, it, it's a good party song, I think, um, it, it's a, it would be a good song if someone's not into Ailstorm, uh, to show them, if you don't want to show them, if you just want to show them a song to, that's, if you were to show someone, um, an Ailstorm song, one song, and to show them what they're all about, it would be Pirate Metal Drinking Crew, off their newest album, but, uh, the, the, there's definitely a musical change, or a, a, a style change from their, uh, earlier stuff to the newer stuff. I was, I listened to, uh, I was listening to this whole album in class the other day, <laughs> um, in math class, and then I listened to, um, to the CKY albums, a couple CKY albums in career class, but... Um, in math class, I was listening to No Grave But The Sea and their first album, Captain Morgan's Revenge. So I, what I did was I listened to um, No Grave But The Sea first, because, you know, I, was, I knew I was going to do a review on it this week. So I listened to that all the way through a couple times, or at least once or twice. Then I listened to Captain Morgan's Revenge, which is their very, very first album, released in 2008. Now, I'll tell you, um, that song, that album is, is great. Don't get me wrong. I love, uh, Captain Morgan's Revenge, but it is stylistically very, very different than, um, No Grave But The Sea. The, uh, the drums, I'll be honest, the, the drums, uh, don't change. The, not, not to say that they're all the same, but the style of the drumming stays the same. Heavy, heavy kick, um, very, very, um... I don't want to say too complicated, but it sounds complicated, I think. Um, I'm not exactly a drum expert, but it sounds very good. Um, uh, very reminiscent of Avenged Sevenfold, I think. Especially um, Nightmare, which is a tight album, but still. Um, very good drumming, is what I'm saying. Uh, I really do enjoy the the drumming on all on all their stuff. It's very um, quick. It's very heavy, and it it, ha- it definitely has that thrash roots, which is uh, 
definitely pro it's definitely why they had it on their first album uh captain morgan's revenge it's super like double kick uh super fast heavy makes you want to bang your head we and no uh no grape of the sea is more of metal it's just uh stylistically it's like heavy metal um if you think of a heavy metal band it's heavy metal um, however, if you think thrash metal, that's more Captain Morgan's Revenge. Um, it definitely with the super crunchy Exodus, uh, early Metallica, early Megadeth type riffs, um, it, it it's very heavy, wants, makes you want to bang your head. It's like thrash metal, and, and not only that, it has that raw sound, makes you want to bang your head, sounds like an 80s thrash metal album. Where this one, um, it sounds like a, like, their first album sounds like thrash metal, but with keyboard and, uh, pirate, uh, music. But this album sounds stylistically more like traditional heavy metal with, um, keyboards and, uh, pirate-type, uh, music. You know, with, like, the penny whistle and stuff like that. Um... I've just been, been been comparing their uh, No Great But The Sea to their first album, but I'd like to go through a few of the songs. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them, I don't think, but... Um, no Grave But The Sea is the opening track, so it's the it's the title track and the opening track, and it's a, it's a good... I think it, it... I think it was probably the best song they could have picked to... Um, start out the album so no grave but the sea it's a very heavy heavy um it's very heavy musically and lyrically um it's about pirates in a big pirate fight um doing their thing um mexico is the second track um that that one um is the was one of the two most uh famous tracks off the album it's about pirates in Mexico. And it, it's just about partying, really. This is a party band, you know? Like, this is a, this is the kind of stuff you'd play at a party, I think. And, uh, it's it, not all the tracks, of course, because some of them aren't... Uh, it might shock a few people. Um, but, you know, still, Mexico is a good party track, I think. Um... And then you skip to the end of the world. It's a good song, but, you know, not too much there. Ailstorm. I love Ailstorm. Um, starts off with uh, some screaming vocals. And then it goes into... Uh, it, it's very... A very drum-central song. Has that crunchy... Yeah, super crunchy riffs. And it, I like the mix of clean and uh, screamed vocals. Um with the pirate accent, um, I think, I think it, um, again, there's two songs, if you're going to encapsulate Ailstorm, it's going to be Ailstorm, and, um, Pirate Metal Drinking Crew, so, then there's Bar und Imbis, um, yeah, that's a tight track, but, you know, not too much there, Eft with an anchor, I would say it, but, you know, like, that would be even E-mark, but still, um, that's a good song. It's about a, uh, a voodoo, uh, witch doctor type guy who casts a curse on, on a, on a guy 
and his vocabulary is um, limited to swear words, so they um, uh, take an anchor and uh, they sneak up behind him and uh, well, you, you gotta listen to it to figure it out. My favorite song off the album, or one of my favorite songs, the actually these three go in um, order of my favorites, or they are my three favorite, um, seven, eight, and nine. Seven is Peg Leg Potion. It's about a peg leg potion. It's a, it's a very tight song. Um, I think it's a little bit heavy on the pirate sound. However, it, it keeps that super good crunchy riff. Um, with the drums and the bass and it keeps it going good and it makes you it's a heavy song And then man the pumps is about a guy who joins a pirate crew and There they sail into a storm and he has to pump the boat even though no one else will So it doesn't sink and he dies in the storm because he pumped himself to death and then rage of the pentahook Without well, one's probably my favorite song off the album which was it uh just trying to think how to how to describe it it's about like a um kind of like this evil pirate guy with five rusty hooks on his right hand and he uh he's just this evil dude and it's about going to fight him and it's a really tight track it has some of the best lyrics you know for a song about for an album about pirate metal a pirate metal album some of the some actually some of the lines in the lyrics lyrics actually give me goosebumps because the it's actually I don't know why it like they mean nothing but it's just really good so I don't know I I enjoy it um, coming up next we have Treasure Island now um, I don't know there's not too much there it's it's a really good song it's seven minutes though uh, but the my what what I do love about the song. Treasure Island is the very very end because they have like an an acoustic riff the acoustic riff from No Grave But The Sea so you know they're not the acoustic riff but an acoustic riff so they uh, take the main riff from No Grave But The Sea and they play it on acoustic guitars and it sounds really cool and creepy kinda but I, I don't know I think it's a tight album all around um Again, these guys make albums. Of course, they do make good songs, but they make good albums. These guys, their music, of course, you know, there is good songs, but listening to it as an album definitely enhances the experience. Again, there's always going to be some that you will always go to if you don't want to listen to a whole album. You know, like I'll go to Peg Leg Potion, Man the Pumps, and Rage of the Pentahook, but listening to them all in an album definitely adds to that atmosphere of pirate metal so i don't know i really like it i think it's one of the uh well i think it's one of my favorite albums ever i think uh, you know i'm not gonna give it a nine or a ten though uh just because it's weird um it's not for everyone so i'll give it a seven um i don't know actually you know what i'll give it an eight because musically it's there lyrically it's there but it, it's, um, I don't know, I just don't think it deserves a 10, but it definitely deserves, like, an 8. It is such a tight album. Um, there's a few things they could have gone without. They were very, uh, 
they're pretty heavy on the pirate sound, which, I mean, is a good thing, but, um, I don't know. I don't think they pulled it off the best that they could have. But, despite that, it is still one of the greatest albums I've ever listened to. So, go listen to No Grave But The Sea by Ailstorm. So, that's kind of my review of that um, album. We're just going to go to a quick break. I'm Max Bichette. Stick around for another awesome segment. We'll be right back. This is an ad for How About That A, the podcast, with the, with the host, Lucas. Is, this podcast is part of the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network, which is the greatest network ever. Do we have some people to agree with that statement? No. I'm Max Pichette, and I approve this message. Cool, we got the father's permission. Or, approval. Uh, we're a podcast that's mainly about Canadian things, but who knows, it rarely ever ends up being actually Canadian-related. I never told you guys this. Shh. Uh, we talk about anything to... Everything to anything, so... Yeah. Bye, I guess. Goodbye. Check out everybody's podcast in the network. Bye. Alright, Nation, we're back. Um, to discuss something that happened... Um, about a day ago, um, as of recording, well, it was more like a couple hours in reality. Well, I don't think that's important, the timeline. What is important, however, is I gotta take a sip of water. Ah, there we go, that's some high quality H2O right there. But anyway, what the important thing is, is on the Super Bowl, I watched the Super Bowl, um, it's one of the very few uh, football games I watch in a year. I'm not a big fan of football. I get, it's fun with other people, but it's I, I don't like it if I'm watching it by myself. Again, whatever. It's it's more of a crowd thing for me. I enjoy if I'm with my friends or anything. But yeah, um, you know, it really wasn't. But I watched it anyway. Uh, the Super Bowl again. One of the very few games that I watch in a year, but. Nonetheless, it was uh, it was cool. I, I I didn't get to finish it. I only got to the third third quarter, and then I kind of was done with it. I do know the Buccaneers won, and that was the team I was cheering for anyway. Um, but you know, it's uh, that's that's cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, the the important thing about this though was well, not only the propaganda. Um, COVID stuff, but I won't talk about that this segment. But the, but the fact that you know, there they, why why the Super Bowl halftime show is like the the thing about that is so like football is like is considered like a man's sport, you know, like. The Super Bowl is the most testosterone-filled day of the year. Only like, it's like the like the biggest day that guys have in a year. You know, all a bunch of dudes go over for a Super Bowl party. You know, they chill, have wings. You know, do manly man stuff. Or you know, it depends. But still, the 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 fact of the matter is, um. You think about it, and the Super Bowl halftime show 
Like, it, it should be, like, a rock band or a metal band or something, you know? Like, Guns N' Roses or, like, you know how awesome it would be if they had ACDC up on there? You know, like, they just put out an album last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, like, think about it, though. Like, a Nickelback would have been better what they had, like, I'll get to my thoughts on Nickelback, uh, sometime later, but, you know, um, they had The Weeknd, uh, a Canadian artist, Canadian pop singer, uh, they had him on there to play the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, he wasn't even on the field for most of it, he was on the field for, like, a very, very small portion at, like, at the very end of his performance, but he wasn't even on that, he was on the screen, on the big screen for a lot of the time anyway, so, I don't know. So, what my proposition, cat, no, please, don't do that. My proposition is that there should be a rock band next year at the, um, uh, freaking Super Bowl. My pick would either be, well, I know one of them, I want Daddy Rock to play. I want them to play Forget Forget to uh, Forget Tonight, Feel It Tomorrow. That would be an awesome song, I think, to be played at the Super Bowl. Guns and Roses would be another good one. Um, that's like that. They're a, that's a big band that I think would be very good to be played at the Super Bowl. Just because you know they're like a classic rock band. That would, it would actually suit the Super Bowl really well, I think. Not The Weeknd or Jennifer Lopez or whoever plays, you know, or whoever played last year. I didn't, I didn't watch it till halftime last year even. So, I, that's my proposition, I think. A metal band or a rock band should play at the Super Bowl. Frig, even Metallica would be better than any of this. Any of the stuff they play. You know, like something heavy. I'm not. I'm not asking for Cannibal Corpse, but something better than the pop and rap that they usually have there. Like, I wonder what the heaviest super ha halftime uh, performance was. Um, I'm trying to. Th I don't know. I don't watch the Super Bowl. I don't play it. I've only been watching it for like two or three years. Um, lately, but still, still, the fact remains that a good band should play, or at least a mediocre band, you know, like, I don't know, Limp Biscuit. get Limp Biscuit up on stage, I don't know, something good, a pump-up band, like, no one wants to, like, listen to the weekend when they're training for a football game, or getting ready for a football game, or you're getting ready to go on the, get in the next half of the game, no, they want to hear something heavy, you know, like, I don't know, it's dumb to me, I, I think it's very stupid, uh, who, whom they pick to be a part of the Super Bowl halftime show, I honestly think it should be, uh, again, I'd love to see Daddy Rock play, um, they would be a lot better. Five Finger Death Punch would be a good one. Groove metal. You know, like... I know a lot of people don't like Five Finger Death Punch, but 
That would be a, a like a a great band. That's like the most football band that I could think of. You know, like if you, if if I think football, you know, like or the people that if the people that watch football are probably the same people that listen to Five Finger Death Punch. I don't mind Five Finger Death Punch personally, but you know, something good, something better. Like again, like I said, it's like the most like who does it attract? Guys who like football. Dudes who probably listen to Five Finger Death Punch. And, you know, like... And I, and I know that's not the only demographic that watches the... Uh, that watches the Super Bowl, but still, you know what I mean? Like... There's more to it than just freaking... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, to me... To me, it's dumb. I think they should have played something good. Um, the Foo Fighters. I'm just naming bands now at this point that I want to see play at the Super Bowl. The Foo Fighters, no, not the Foo Fighters, just Foo Fighters would have been a good one, I think. Um, they kind of border on that almost pop rock. No, but it would definitely appeal to the masses. Better than, uh, like, a heavy metal. Like, if you had Megadeth up there, that wouldn't be, like... People wouldn't like that. Well, a lot of people wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I think a lot... I, I guess it depends, really. I think a lot of people that watch the Super Bowl wouldn't like it. Like, the people that watch it for the halftime show wouldn't like it. But the people who watch the football game for the football game would probably like it. But I don't know. I feel like... If the I think I think Foo Fighters would be a good one for um, the people that watch that watch the game for the game and then people who watch the just the halftime show. So I don't know. Again, it, it, it's all it's all subjective. It depends on who you ask. To me, I, I'd love to see like something heavy. Slayer would be cool to see. Lich King, Municipal Waste. I don't know. I just the point. The point of this is to say that the weekend shouldn't be playing, shouldn't be performing at the Super Bowl. Tell me, who do you think should have played at the Super Bowl or should play at the Super Bowl in the future? Um, and you can email that to me or message it in um, message it uh, on the on the Instagram or whatever you use. So anyway, I'm just going to go, we're going to play a song, you know, some, uh, something to cleanse the palate, you know. We're going to play, ooh, I want to hear something hardcore. I'm gonna, we're going to listen to some No Blood, No Foul. Coming up next on Phenomena Nation's podcast, we got Father's Hands by No Blood, No Foul, a Saskatoon-based hardcore band. They're not together anymore. Um, however, the music is still good. That doesn't make it bad. Coming up next, again, Father's Hands by No Blood, No Foul on Phenomena Nation's podcast. You're listening to, again, I, I changed the frequency of my station, so you're listening to 88.5 and 100.5 FM Crap Radio. Phenomena Nation's on Crap Radio. We'll be right back.
Alright Nation, we're back broadcasting to you live on 88.5 Crap Radio, or 100.5, depending on what you're listening to. I'm Max Pichette of Phenomena Nation's podcast, just back for another segment of the podcast. And this is going to be a really short segment, yet it's going to have a little bit of content. Uh, Some good stuff, hopefully. I hope you um, enjoy it and appreciate it. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Um... I don't want to talk about COVID too much this uh, this episode, uh, you know, just because it puts a little bit of a strain on me, and I'd, it is like, eh, come on, chill, you know, but yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, where was I? I'm just... Uh, all right, here we are. I'm just... Uh, damn it, I just delete those. Um... Now, I'd like to, uh, I want to talk about the government right now, and it's, uh, this is, this is one thing, I just want to read a list of things to you, and I want you to think about it. Alright, so the government, um, is kind of like shutting everything down, you know, though it has been for a while, you know, even though they said it was only going to be two weeks, and everyone in those initial two weeks, in fact, probably you up to about a month or two, followed all those restrictions, and it didn't do anything, really. And in fact, when people were out doing stuff, and masks weren't completely mandatory, you know, in summer it wasn't that bad, like, uh, the the numbers weren't uh, as high as they are now. And not only that, the flu has dropped 95%, which I find a little bit suspicious, um, you know, seeing as... COVID is up, and there's no such thing as a flu, basically, anymore. I think um, there's a lot of inconsistencies that people need to think about, so I just want to read you uh, eight signs that you may be in an abusive relationship. Your partner is overprotective or jealous. They are very overprotective. Um, although, they're not. It's I wouldn't really call that one, well, I guess, I don't know, it, dep- it depends on how you take that. Uh, your partner doesn't like spending time with your family or friends, and doesn't want you to either. Sound familiar? Your partner exhibits controlling behaviors. Yeah, uh, we, we're checking all the boxes here. Just uh, We're uh, number four on the list of things that, that say eight signs that you may be in an abusive relationship. Um, using the government as your relationship E. Number five, your partner doesn't take responsibility for their actions. Nope, it's always your fault. You know? Yep, they were checking that box off real good. You're afraid to share your true feelings slash rock the boat. Yep, because if you do, you are either publicly publicly ridiculed or, you know, whatever they choose to do with you. Number seven, you're afraid to be honest about the things you do. Yep. Yep check that box you're unhappy in your relationship but feel powerless to do anything about it check that box right off we're just going to go to a quick break you're listening to phenomena nations on 88.5 crap radio we'll be right back this is an ad for ads you see if you want to leave an ad in my podcast that's great you know it's really cheap uh, you can email me about a specific pricing, but they should start around 30, 20 or 30 bucks uh, an ad. 
so you get an ad per episode and if you buy one or more you get one free so if you buy one you get one free you buy eight you get one free it doesn't matter you get one free and which is per pretty cool so and there's no limit to the amount of ads I can have if you want to add in an ad you can go ahead just email me Alright Nation, we're back. You're listening to Phenomena Nation's podcast on 88.5 Crap Radio. If you were listening to the radio station, which you probably weren't, you just heard Daddy Rock off their second album, Daddy Rock 2, with their song Forget Tonight, Feel It Tomorrow, the song that I want to hear at the Super Bowl. So anyway, what we're going to be doing today, what we're going to be talking about is... Um, oh, I know, I, I just slipped my mind for a second. Need some water. It's gonna be, we're gonna be talking about how stupid the, uh, the school system is. Yes. Alright, so, uh, we all know it's dumb. We all know. And if you don't know, you need to really reevaluate what you think is dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know everyone's entitled to their opinion, but uh, if you don't think the school system is dumb, uh, you might. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Well, I do know, but you know, <laughs> you know. So, uh, what? So, all right. So it's winter time. You know, like where I am, uh, in Canada, Canada. Um, it is very cold in Saskatchewan, often. Um, so, school often gets cancelled because of the weather. If it's cold, the, uh, the buses, they don't, uh, they decide... The buses don't, don't even not run. They, the school just decides that they don't run, in essence. That's what it is, but... Um, any, regardless, eh... The, the fact of the matter is that the cutoff is for, um, um, I believe it is minus 40, and that's Celsius, minus 40, um, without the wind chill, so it has to be, um, 40 or lower, um, without the wind chill, and 45 with the wind chill, minus 45. And now that's pretty cold, but, you know, not unheard of. In fact, I've missed quite a few days this month, February and January, due to cold weather. But, the, uh, the thing about that is, uh, there's cutoff. So, yeah, I just told you what it is. But they are very strict about it. So, if it, say it's minus... It's uh, minus 36, but it feels like minus 45. That means the bus would be canceled. But if it felt like minus 44, nope, buses are running. They, oh, you guys can go to school. Now, my argument, to, I understand there has to be a cutoff. I know this. But, 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 the it, the, the kid will freeze. If you're talking about kids freezing to death, if that's... Or just getting really cold, you know, or whatever the the main worry would be, 
that kid that effect is going to have the exact same or maybe not the exact same but just about as close just about the same amount of time that it's going to happen whether it's whether it feels like minus 44 or it feels like minus 45 if the bus breaks down those effects are going are going to happen just the same and i mean like if a kid's going to lose like if a kid's going to freeze and lose a finger like imagine that all right a kid loses his pinky Alright, or whatever. And because of frostbite, or whatever the case may be, because it's really cold out. You think that's not gonna happen at when it feels like minus 45? Only when it feel only it only happens when it feels like minus 45. Not when it's minus 44, when it feels like minus 44, or anything lower than that, but only when it hits this certain point can we not run run buses. And again, I've said this before. I understand there has to be a cutoff. Yet, yet, I, I, I feel that, I don't know. I think it's, uh, like sometimes you just gotta make a decision based on, uh, Information given to you. It, you, it didn't even used to be. It feels like minus forty-five. It used to be minus forty, I believe. But they said, nope, no, it happens too much. And they did that like now. I believe it was last year or this year that they put that into place. Last year, but still, now that now we have the uh, technology to do it at home. So why not just make it forty? Like, come on. In, instead of risking. Um, a kid freezing, you know, like, like, come on, you, you, sometimes you just gotta, like, make the decision based on what you have, and not just off the rules, you know, I've said it before, like, you gotta do what, you gotta make the right decision of what it is in the moment, like, you can't just go off the rule. You can't just go by the playbook every time. Sometimes you gotta, you know, change what what happens. You gotta, you kind of gotta infer. If if I I'm not sure if that's the right word, but you know what I mean, right? Like, well, I hope you do. It's uh, it's just too specific. And I'm I'm I, we're still missing so many days because of it. But nonetheless, it, the the fact remains that it's stupidity, and I don't know. I think it's very stupid, and uh, and I think that the that the school board should reevaluate what their uh, what their uh, what their approach is. I I truly do. I think that. And not only that, like, there, uh, I can't remember the song, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out one day, but, it was, uh, he, he, this guy, like, r like, pointed out all of these different, um, uh, in a, a, um, uh, flaws with the school system, the education system, um, in a song, I, and I admit it, I don't like rap, but it was a rap song, and, and
and it's probably one of my favorite songs to this day, and I haven't heard it in like two years, so, or, yeah, I don't know, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's stupid, I truly do, I, I, I believe, like, come on, man, like, it's just, like, don't follow the rules so closely. It's just there as a guideline, I think. You know, like, rules, like, you don't have to follow them, like, so closely. I mean, like, don't murder no one. But, like, it's more of a guide, I think. I don't know, it's... We're just gonna go to, we're gonna play a quick song. If you're listening to 88.5 FM, you're gonna hear about a girl unplugged by Nirvana. Nirvana. Um, off their MTV Unplugged record, which is a really good record, if I, if I do say so myself. Gotta plug that in right there. But nonetheless, uh, we're gonna be playing some good music. If you're not, um, listening to the radio station and you're listening to my podcast, you're gonna hear Nuclear by Holy Pain, which was the first song, I believe, that I played on this podcast. So enjoy, we'll be right back. I'm Max Bichette of Phenomena Nation's podcast. You're listening to 88.5 Crap Radio.
Alright, Nation, that's going to do it for me today. Um, cool thing, cool thing. Uh, this is going to be, like, my first time in two episodes that I'm actually professionally signing off to you guys. Uh, the last couple, one or two episodes, I believe, I was just signing off at school because I forgot to uh, finish the episode for some reason or I didn't get it finished for whatever reason it be. And I just had to sign off at school or wherever I was, so... Anyway, uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, for questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes, or if you'd like some merchandise for merchandise, please message me, um, please message me about that, uh, email's in the description, uh, you want to donate to the show, or you want to buy some ad space, or you have music that you want to promote. Please uh, message me about that. I'm always open to that. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, Anchor.fm slash pnpod on your search bar. Uh, official pnpn on Instagram. I believe it's Phenomena, Nation, Phenomena Nations Pod on Parlor. If that's back up. Uh, I don't think it is yet. Um, what else, what else, what else? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, well, you can go check me out on Mixler, uh, which is kind of like a live broadcast app that I haven't been using lately, but nonetheless, I'm still on there, so you can go follow me. Um, yeah, I guess that'll do it for me. I'm Max Pichette of Phenomena Nations, Phenomena Nations Podcast. All links to anything ever is in the description. Um... We'll see you next week, and uh, don't forget to give a second. Say no to mandatory masks and party on.